Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. We do not do this lightly. And indeed, we had hoped not to take this step at all. For weeks, as the chairman noted, we worked with Mr. Meadows' counsel to reach an agreement on cooperation. But shortly before his scheduled deposition, Mr. Meadows walked away from his commitment to appear and informed us he would no longer cooperate. We believe Mr. Meadows is improperly asserting executive and other privileges, but this vote on contempt today relates principally to Mr. Meadows' refusal to testify about text messages and other communications that he admits are not privileged. So hold him in contempt. No one cares. Let's Liz Cheney, representative, Republican, Wyoming. No one cares. I would tell her to her face, no one cares. Because your entire premise is wrong. If the premise regarding January 6th was really finding out what happened, levels of breakdown in communication, levels of breakdown in safety and security, Everybody would be on board. That's not the purpose of this committee. And only someone as foolhardy as yourself, Representative Cheney, like Representative Kinzinger of Illinois, would go along with this. I know Republicans were supposed to be on the committee, Congressman Jim Banks of Indiana, Congressman Jim Jordan of of Ohio, and Nancy Pelosi said, oh, they're, they're not good enough. No. Well, then it was over. They told you. They showed you their hand. This is about destruction. Continuing a conversation of Trump and continuing the nonsensical idea that this was an insurrection. It was not, and that simply holds no water. But it doesn't stop the political left from being desperate for this story. Be at the point where it's the latter. Yeah, I mean, listen, remember, no one, John Avalon, went to Trump's departure, right? No, no one wanted to show up there, right? Now, folks are flocking to Mar-a-Lago. They, ah. they need his endorsement. Uh, is the fact, the sad mm. fact, that for a portion of this country, that January 6th has been rewritten already, Soviet style? Well, Fox has been engaged in the Soviet-style rewriting of history around January 6th from almost uh, the, 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 the evening of the attack, despite their anchors knowing better, as we've seen. It's metastasized even further with these false... Let's stop, let's breathe, and let's remember that CNN has no audience. And maybe it's because they continue this conversation as opposed to an honest one. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, great to be with you on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. January 6th was not an insurrection. January 6th was not an insurrection. January 6th was not an insurrection. January 6th was a riot. And I said at the time it should have been put down. I don't know why uh, there were people invited into the Capitol, but there were. I don't know why there wasn't more security, but there wasn't. I don't know why uh, people like Speaker Pelosi didn't uh, take uh, the opportunity. There's a series of things that took place that would be worthy of our consideration. Just none of the things being said on CNN are. Even the, the Chiron, that's, you know, when you, the text you see at the bottom of the screen, it's called the Chiron. Frantic text to Meadows, undercut GOP whitewash of January 6th. Oh, no, 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 no. The texts are actually rather important. There are texts that are now known about, texts that got, have gone out, 
texts from people like Donald Trump Jr., texts from people like uh, allegedly uh, uh, Sean Hannity and others that went out to people like Mark Meadows and went out even to the president, possibly, saying you have to put an end to these riots taking place. Donald Trump Jr. supposedly texted to Mark Meadows, the then chief of staff, he, meaning his father, he's got to condemn this blank ASAP. You have supposedly text messages from Laura Ingram and text messages from Sean Hannity. What is going on here? You've got to stop this. Let us be someone or be people, someones, who can break things properly into their component parts. January 6th was not an insurrection, but January 6th wasn't acceptable. January 6th wasn't acceptable by any measure. Something we've said here from the beginning. We called it a riot from the beginning. Said the riot should have been put down like all riots should be put down from the beginning. Also said, I know it's not an insurrection because people had the time to take selfies. And if you have time to take a selfie, it's not an insurrection. Not one at all. It's not an insurrection. It's a quinceanera. Just so we all understand each other. But it's very acceptable. It's always been acceptable to say what happened was awful. The problem that we've seen in society is that they won't say that what happened in Minneapolis is awful. What happened in Seattle is awful. What happened in Chicago is awful. What happened in Portland is awful. What happened in Indianapolis is awful and two people died. And no one said that they should put it down in Indianapolis. You know what they said in Indianapolis? Shame on the police because they launched some tear gas and some people got some stingy eyes. The police in Indianapolis got punched in the face repeatedly, guys. Smacked around for for for, for what? Oh, they didn't have proper procedure. Oh, they have to rethink this. Oh, those cops made it worse. They set banks on fire. Two people were murdered. I see it as worse than January 6th. Fight me. Every, all the destruction in Seattle, worse than January 6th. All the destruction in Minneapolis, worse than January 6th. See, when some things get broken in the Capitol, they're fixed the next day. They've got unlimited resources. Things get broken in downtown Indianapolis. It took months for the, for the uh, plywood to come down. You tell me there's no connection or you can't compare the two? I'll say to you, well, of course I can. Don't be silly. Don't be foolhardy. Of course I can connect the two. As a matter of fact, I just did. The riots that took place the nation over were worse than January 6th. That is not condoning January 6th. That is me ranking them. But if you think January 6th was an insurrection, but what happened in, in uh, Minneapolis was just no big deal, man, you, you, you are just weird. 
But let's get back to these text messages that allegedly came. I mean, I, I, I'm saying allegedly because I, I haven't read them. But I, I, won't, I won't disagree that, that, that they came. If they have them, they have them. Yeah, they're documented in the court, so they are. Right? So, th- so they've got them. That's, that's, that's my point. I, I said allegedly, but they're out there. Just because I haven't read them doesn't mean that they aren't out there. If you had Fox News hosts reaching out to the White House saying, you have to stop this. Well, then how in the world does CNN get to continue its claim that somehow and in some way Republicans wanted an insurrection? If... If the, the, these evil, awful, terrible Fox hosts were engaged in, in these, in these uh, uh, tweets, I'm sorry, text, the president has to do this, he has to say this, he has to stop, why would you now say that, look, they were in favor of the insurrection, they goaded it along? None of that is true. Because it wasn't an insurrection. You realize from these text messages that any argument made to the idea of, ah, this shows how complicit Fox News is. That's not the case at all. But let's go back to this ridiculous conversation from John Avalon and Jim Shuto over there at CNN about January 6th. Listen to this again. Trump's departure, right? No, no one wanted to show up there, right? Now, folks are flocking to Mar-a-Lago. They, they need his endorsement. Uh, is the fact, the sad fact, that for a portion of this country, that January 6th has been rewritten already, Soviet style? Well, Fox has been engaged in the Soviet style rewriting of history around January 6th from almost uh, the, 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 the... He says the beginning. What's been rewritten? For CNN, they have decided that they knew the story from the beginning, and that's the only story. You know what they never allowed for? Any investigation. They don't care what the committee finds. They've made their decision. And as journalists, they're not interested in the facts. They're interested in their message. Maybe that's why CNN is a dumpster fire where you've got these four people in a box talking to Brian Stelter, but the truth is they're all talking to themselves. And it says right there on the screen, soon on CNN, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Could they be any more willfully out of touch? They are making the argument that they know what happened regardless of what the committee says, regardless of any facts. I think it is extremely important to note that people were invited into the Capitol. It's hard to call it an insurrection when cops said, come on in. Don't break anything. Will you get me to say that people weren't uh, in the Capitol looking for Mike Pence? No, because that's been reported and, and I have no reason to believe it didn't happen. Just like I told you, I wanted Donald Trump deploying National Guard and others because the vice president was in the Capitol and his safety was paramount. Doesn't matter if you like him or not. I have rules, people, and I don't give a good holy damn about somebody's 
petty little arguments or problems or jealousies or whatever else you want to call them. The vice president of the United States is in the Capitol and people are in the Capitol and you don't know who they are at the moment. Get them protected. That's what I said. You know what we learned? The insurrectionists took the Capitol, which they never took, and none of them had a weapon. No, producer Ari, it's totally true. Not a single person has been charged with a weapons charge. There is one person out of Indiana, Shelbyville, I believe, who did bring a firearm but never brought it into the Capitol. There were no no. weapons in the Capitol. The shaman was charged with bringing a weapon into the Capitol. He had a spear. He was charged. Oh, the the, the staff? Well, I'm sold. Everybody knows I'm talking about guns. If you want to call the staff the weapon, knock yourself out with that sophistry. But that's not the story. You want me to be even more clear? Sure. No one had a gun, and there is no insurrection without a gun. That's an important differentiator. It's the... My gosh, producer Ari. Somebody with a stick is not a weapon. Oh, so a skateboard's not a weapon either? For for the idea of an insurrection? I disagree. I I, I think you have to specify specifically that no guns were used. I think it's a big difference. No guns were used. They're going to take over the country with sticks. But we know that the Capitol Police had guns and one person got killed. For the sophists in the room, yes, a stick is a weapon. And a skateboard is a weapon when used that way. We'll notice that the shaman never hit anybody. He just happened to be holding a stick. As opposed to the guys who were attacking Kyle Rittenhouse who used it to try and take his brains out of his skull. So glad we got that all cleared up. Go on, take a country without guns. Not easy. Not e- Sometimes you can do it with a vote. I mean, that's what the progressives are trying to do. But an insurrection without guns. Hoo-wee. Hoo-wee. That's, a, that's a tough one right there. But they didn't have them. No gun charges have been brought. It seems that the CNN folk are most desperate, most desperate to say what we told you is the only story as opposed to learning about what happened because they aren't interested in learning about what happened. They're interested in using this as a pummeling piece, as an attack vehicle. And that's why this committee is nonsense. Liz Cheney should look at these people on CNN all talking to each other. Not talking to an audience. I mean, I've gone over it. No show on CNN last week cracked over 700,000 viewers. And Michael Smirconish, who's in for Chris Chris Cuomo, because he got fired because, well, he's a garbage person. 525,000 viewers. That's why I'm saying I got to do a show called Not CNN with Tony Katz. At 9 p.m., can I get more than 525,000 viewers at the end of the month? Does it air on CNN? No, no, no. No, I, I'm, I'll do it online. I'll, I'll do it on Rumble. Not CNN with Tony Katz. I'll do a live show from 9 to 10 p.m. Can I get more viewers than CNN I mean, by the end of the month? That, that'd be pretty funny. I, right? I try. That's, that's clearly what has to happen. Sponsorship's now available. By the way, you understand that producer Ari isn't trying to drive you crazy. Producer Ari uh, uh, likes to be specific. I have no problem with being specific. But everybody knew the conversation. 
And producer Ari, he's always in for, for a good fight just to see what happens. That is not what happened. Are you in for doing not CNN with Tony Katz just to see what happens? Oh, yeah. Actually, see? it's not a bad idea. <laughs> he's in just like that. Just like that. Ari's back, baby. When I hear a good idea, I'll, you know, I'm not going to shut it down. Which makes him the greatest millennial. Which makes him the greatest, greatest millennial in the world is that he's, he's got all the millennial tendencies except like he's, he, the rationality exists underneath and it sometimes bubbles to the surface and he goes, wait, what is that? What is that that I'm feeling? God bless that man. God bless that man, everyone. CNN doesn't want you to think about it. They want you to feel it. It is Pavlovian. I think the text messages prove that nobody was okay with this. Now, if you showed me text messages uh, that uh, were uh, talking about, uh, you know, from the beginning, eh, whatever. Eh, hope those people die. Hope, hope Pence gets his. Well, then you'd have something. I don't think you have it with this. We understand what's up. I'm Tony Katz.